is the WWE Superstar Roman Reigns, the WWE Superstar of the Year. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. And we welcome you to episode 280 of the official podcast Damn. for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You know what? What? We are many places. Yes, we are. Like Stitcher. Uh-huh. Beyond Pod. Yes. And Player.fm. That is correct. And all you have to do is search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. That is correct. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler on Twitter at Tyler underscore Abear. So welcome to the show. We have got quite the show for you this week. Plenty to talk about. Uh, no Doug, he's still out on vacation, but don't worry, he will be back. Uh, next week. Next week. I believe so. Next week or the following. Somewhere around there. Uh, so yeah, so welcome to the show. Like I said, got plenty to talk about. Would like to say a special thank you to all of our new listeners because um, we checked the numbers and uh, the numbers went up quite a bit over the past week. Uh, we have implemented a new player option on the WrestlingNewsSource.com website, so it's right there, front of the page. You cannot miss it. It's got our logo and a big play button, so all you have to do is hit play and cool. You're good to go to listen to to the latest episode, but if you feel like listening to us on YouTube or subscribing to our show on iTunes uh, or the the other social media sites, you are more than welcome to do so, and we certainly do appreciate it. So, just a way of saying thank you uh, for everyone who uh, who listened to us uh, over the over the course of the last week. Really good stuff. Um, so, with that being said, Tyler, how you doing? I am doing all right. Yeah. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm ready to get into the show because we've got all kinds of fun stuff to cover. Uh, before we get into that stuff, uh, this past weekend I went to Comic Palooza. Comic Palooza. Uh, ran to our good friend John Dave Guerra from Nightmare Pro Wrestling. Picked up the awesome NXT Dallas uh, print that he Very did nice. and the Shinsuke Nakamura print. Very nice. Does great work. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always doing stuff and like it just. It's cool to know, like, a, a wrestling, uh, how do I say it? like a wrestling artist? Mm-hmm. Is that what she's... An artist I mean, who's a fan of wrestling? Yeah. He, I mean, he goes <laughs> more than, you know, just wrestling, but I mean, that's... Yeah. He's an artist who happens to be a fan of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows. Yes. So, so very good work. For all the informa- information on John, go to NightmareProWrestling.com. That's NightmareProWrestling.com. Um, <laughs> we, I saw Doomsday. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Got to see our good friend Tex Lone Star Tex out there. Tex Lone Star doing great right. work over there. And then uh, also uh, Hurricane Pro Wrestling. Was Very there. nice. So all of our buddies being represented at Comic Palooza yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Really good stuff. And um, I know I'm, I'm I'm very interested to attend the uh, the next Doomsday event because it's supposed to be a murder mystery. So someone's gonna die. Usually, whoever does like murder mystery stuff, it's 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 entertaining and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I want to know how what they're gonna do. I'm just gonna say right now, prime suspect, top banana. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna go with. 
Unless he's, of course, the victim. But who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we'll we see. shall see. Yeah, I believe good. it's July 21st at numbers. Uh, so I thought, was it 21st? I thought it was like 29th or 30th. Somewhere around there. It's in the later half of, of July that I believe. If you get a chance, uh, that is at uh, Numbers uh, Club in uh, Houston. Numbers Nightclub. Numbers Nightclub. Yeah. So uh, let me check out the date. Yeah. Did you see any uh, celebrities there? Uh, at Comic Palooza, we saw um, Austin St. John, the original Red Ranger. I mean, I didn't go up to him. I just saw his booth and stuff and then the the sec- I forgot her name the, the second yellow ra- uh, gr- uh, blah, 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 yellow ranger very cool uh the cast of Boondock Saints mm-hmm. um my wife wanted to see one person in particular <laughs> that is Chris Kirkpatrick from NSync was there cuz former band members are doing this uh I guess cheesy sci-fi horror um show together different from like like the 90s there's there's mm-hmm. AJ McLean from uh Backstreet Boys, uh, some O Town. I don't know anything. About Ninety-eight O-Town. degrees. And all Ninety-eight that. degrees. So they're all there, but they're in that in that project. Not everyone from the the boy bands is certain ones, but he was a cool dude, uh, down to earth and all that stuff. And he talked to us for a while, so nice. It's pretty cool. Good stuff. And yes, Doomsday is going to be taking place July thirtieth. It's a good catch on that. So all in all, pretty good weekend. Had a lot of fun there. Good stuff. Uh, let's dive into some feedback that we got. Uh, the first bit of feedback we have is from Pablo saying, I'm exactly like Tyler. Screw your Nine Undertaker alternate attires. Give me Shinsuke. That's what I'm talking about. Shinsuke all the way. Shinsuke on the cover of WWE <laughs> 2K17 and always on the cover until he retires. I'm just saying. Wow. That's a bold statement. Okay, okay, Shinsuke and John Cena. Oh, gotcha. We can put John Cena on there. <laughs> you got to have an alternate. Do you think... Uh, here's a here's an interesting question. This isn't in our uh, initial subject of, of discussion, but I would like to, to run it by you. What are your thoughts of them bringing... Uh, since we are going to have the draft, what would be your thoughts on them bringing back SmackDown versus Raw for the video oh, games? Oh, I'm down for it. Like... I mean, I it, was in the grand in, scheme of things. There's not a whole lot of difference between the WWE 2K and the SmackDown versus Raw. They no, had, but the, there were some cool features. Like I, I forgot what the modes were called when that first started, and like you played that, and you could pick whoever you want to mm-hmm. be on your roster. But you played as that character. And you walked around backstage and stuff. You did the match by card by card or whatever. Yeah. And then, hey, guess what? You went to go talk to your general manager. So it's like, I want to switch the show or whatever, and you can if you meet certain requirements and mm-hmm. stuff. And there was different. That was pretty cool, in my opinion. Yeah. But you had to play. Is it exit? No, I forgot the story mode. I don't. I don't know what that mode was called, but it was cool. You had to pick that character, hmm. do certain things, and like if you pick certain other characters, you will see certain characters backstage. You could talk to them. They talk to you for a while, or they start a fight with you, and you can go into the parking garage. You can go here and stuff, and it was just really cool. Yeah. But um, but I also liked because the last few years when they had SmackDown versus Raw, it was the features weren't that cool. It was like. It was like uh, universe mode, but when it got after WrestleMania, you had like where you could, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, there was a draft, mm-hmm. and that was about it. So they could make it special. Do something like that again. Yeah. With like the have, newer graphics. You well, have your SmackDown, your Raw, your NXT, and your Legends. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. For sure. I'm 
I'm pumped for it. Yeah. So we'll have to see how that all plays out. It wouldn't be in 2K17, though. No. It'd have to be... 18. Yeah, at least 18. Uh, since 17's already been announced. But uh, next bit of feedback we have is from our good friend, Jonathan Red Robin. Yum. Mm. Haven't heard from him in a while. Saying, can't wait for this week's show. You guys have a lot to talk about. And yes, we do. For shizzle. And we will, For shizzle. We will dive into all of it. We've got Money in the Bank talk. We've got Raw. Uh, Lucha Underground? No. No? Okay. My bad, uh, guys. That's okay. No worries. We've, we've got plenty to cover for it as well. Stone Cold Podcast, uh, lots of hot topics, all that good stuff. So, uh, really good episode, I think. Or at least I'm hoping. Good episode, stuff that's happened just in general. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Looking forward to it. So, let's dive into Money in the Bank that took place this past Sunday. They kick off the... The pre-show with Golden Truth versus Breezango. I saw a picture because I didn't. Sh- I wasn't there for that match. So mm-hmm. what happened? What was wrong with their chests? Uh, basically, skin? on SmackDown on Thursday, Breezango decided to get their tan on, and so they were in a stand-up tanning booth, and they closed it, and our uh, Truth and Goldust appeared and like cranked up the UV rays to extra crispy, apparently, and so whenever they came out, they were burnt to a crisp good lord they're trying to kill those guys yeah they could have given them like skin cancer or something oh my gosh then people That's laugh a, at that shit that is not funny not funny at all Mm-mm. it's messed up so uh so Brizango came out and you know obviously like spray tan red or whatever uh, and they had the fake skin that was peeling off and i mean at least they sold the injury yeah you know like every time they'd get a, a slap or something ah! Ah! god it hurts so um I mean, it was fine. Nothing really. I, I've. <laughs> I mean, I, I find it rather odd that the good guys cheated, in a sense. By does mi- that surprise you in the the day we're in with like WWE now? The, yeah, the booking is so strange now. It doesn't surprise me. It's like really. you're a good guy. Well, you're going to do bad things. Oh, you're a bad guy. Well, you're going to do good things. So, I don't get it. Um Gold Truth got the win and celebrated like they won the lottery. It's their first big win as a team. Yay. They finally finally beat Brizongo and can move on to other things. Although I will say they did release a pretty funny t-shirt. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. It's no. it's the style of the movie Step Brothers. Yeah. But it's Gold Dust and R-Truth. Like wow. sweater vests and their head on top. Oh wow. It's why are you sweaty? I was watching cops. <laughs> yeah. So Golden Truth ends up getting the victory. The next matchup was uh, Lucha Dragons, Lucha Booties, going up against the Dudley Boys. Uh, and we did not give our predictions for this matchup because we didn't find out about it. I walked it into and, like towards the end of the match, I think, right? I believe so, yeah. But I, I think this was announced on SmackDown, and I just didn't catch it in time for our, for our predictions. Uh Nothing really to take away from this matchup. The Lucha Dragons got the win and uh, defeat the Dudley Boys. It's like uh, we need something for y'all to do. So we ha- we have extra time that we need to fill, and we yeah. promised Apollo Cruz and Sheamus that they'd get the uh, the bump up. Uh, same for Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. So um, yeah, Lucha Dragons get the win. Uh, as far as Money in the Bank as a whole, I felt that the first half was so painstakingly long and then you know it picked up in the end um but we'll we'll talk about it now with the uh the first 
the opening matchup being the fatal four-way for the tag team titles. New Day going up against Enzo and Kaz versus the club versus the Vaude Villains. I don't know. It it started off okay, and then there was miscommunications. There was well, it was the miscommunication between New Day and uh, who it was. Well, at the end, it was the New Day and the club, uh, where Gallows was just standing in the uh, on the side of the ring, looking at Big E, who had uh, one of the Vaude villains, I think, over his shoulder. Was that the match and where Big Cass was supposed to take him out or something? Yeah. Was that the the match where I swear it was like uh, who was it that pinned the New Day and it sounded like one, and two, and Cass. three? I was like, I know that that the crowd was saying three, but I swear I heard a hit. Yeah, I'll have I was to like, go back was, and we gotta rewatch. Well, no, what it was is the the crowd counted to three when the ref allegedly was at two. And that's happened before. Let's uh, we gotta rewatch it. Yeah, I'll have to go back and rewatch it because I've seen that a couple times where I think it's one, but the ref just goes in to slide down, and he puts his hand on the mat. Then he comes up for one, but people are thinking two. Oh, gotcha. So I was like, oh snap, we got new champions, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, and you're like, no. And so I was like, what? No, play it back. Yeah, so it was a near fall. Uh, Enzo and Cass almost becoming champions. The f- crowd certainly thought it was, and the crowd was certainly hot. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. So, you know, props to that for to the Las Vegas crowd. Um, but the ending, it was such a cluster. Uh, you know, the the just I don't know. You have to watch it for yourself in order to to really get it. Um, Gallows was standing in the ring, and Cass was supposed to take him out at a particular point, and. I guess their timing was off, and so Gallows is standing there looking at Big E, <laughs> and yeah. I, it was just, I don't know. Uh, or was it Big E? It was someone. He was looking at someone, and yeah, but the New Day, despite uh, all the odds. Yeah, you know, I did not think they were going to retain. Yeah, no, I don't think, none of us did, really. I don't yeah. think Doug predicted that one. Um, I think he went in zone and cast. So yeah. they're gonna beat that record. It's possible, yeah. Unless, unless they, they decide to do it at like, yeah, or unless they decide to do it at Battleground. Oh. So, who knows, man? Because uh, it at first I was like, well, who who on earth could they possibly challenge next? And we you know found out the answer on Raw, who they're probably gonna go up against. But um, yeah, kind of surprising to see New Day. I mean, I'm glad because they are entertaining. But it's kind of like, okay, well, who do they really have left to go up against? I really think this would have been a perfect time for them to lose the titles to someone. This, that's that's my opinion, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I just felt like it was time as well, and it would have been a chance to build up one of the new, uh, one of the newer teams, maybe the club. I think we, I think you and I both picked the yes. club. Um, and this was a. This pay-per-view as a whole, not too great for picks uh, as far as uh, myself or Doug goes. But Mr. Bear over here regained his lead. Back in the lead. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts. Well, it's going to last for a while. So yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you held it for, what was it, like four First, months? Yeah. Four months, and then I took it for a month or two. Two months. Yeah. Or for two pay-per-views or something. And now you've got it again. You know, I'm going to hold that belt, you know, son. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. Holding on my shoulder. Is that how it's going to be? Yeah, yeah. What about Doug? Um, Last place. Wow. Yeah. 
You have like zero faith in him. Well, I mean, okay. I'm sorry. You may switch to second. Because, because we are at the halfway point yeah, yeah. of our... act <laughs> not bad. <laughs> uh, we're at the halfway point of our uh, pick the winner championship race. Uh, you currently have 30 correct picks. I currently have 29, so it's still anyone's You're game. You're on my tail. And Doug's not far behind with 26. Um, next pay-per-view, it's... It's I'm gonna you know gain like a few more points above you and you know yeah yeah hmm mm-hmm. okay we'll see how it goes so a new day end up retaining it's just what's gonna happen is like for a while you and Doug are gonna switch between second and third until you know the end where I just I'm victorious just zoom ahead I'm gonna always zoom ahead so where you can't oh. you can't come after me can't catch you yeah you can't see me oh okay that's how far ahead you're gonna be yeah. to where I can't see yeah okay. We'll see. So next matchup we're going to talk about Baron Corbin going up against Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I don't know. Okay, Just, like, I feel like, in my opinion, he's better than what it was in NXT. Uh, he's added some new moves in his repertoire. Mm-hmm. And I want this stuff to end between him and... Ziggler. It looks like it's, it's not, going to. Yeah, it, looks, it wasn't going anywhere. And yes, I understand you need to give him someone for a while for other situations to come open and, and play out and all that stuff, and that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. because I have a feeling that, I mean, he's going to be shot up in the mid-card. Yeah. I I feel like. Mm-hmm. so. And I, I actually did like that move. I mean, that's in his repertoire where he slides out and runs back around and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and Glenn gets the in a clothesline. Yeah. So. I mean, the match was fine, but, you know, nothing really stood out. Like yeah. I said, the first half of this pay-per-view was kind of a dud for me. Um, but Baron Corbin does end up getting the victory, hopefully putting an end to this feud. And uh, I guess we'll just have to see where it goes from there. Next matchup we're going to talk about tag match action between the uh, the ladies. Charlotte and Dana Brooke going up against Natalia and Becky Lynch. Uh, we picked Natalia and Becky Lynch to, to win this one yeah. because their title wasn't on the line. There was no real implications. Uh, but it was not to be as Charlotte and Dana Brooke end up getting the victory. Uh, Dana definitely still has some work to do. Yeah. Um, she was not very fluent. Like She didn't flow very well in the ring. Uh, some miscommunication. There were a lot of miscommunications in this pay-per-view as a whole. Um, but uh, Natalia and Becky Lynch got bumped into one another, and uh, Natalia ends up taking the pin. Or was it Becky? Either way, that team lost. Charlotte and Dana Brooke end up winning. And then after the match, Natalia attacks Becky Lynch out of frustration. You know, it's. I guess it's time for her character to change. Yeah. She's been the same for a while and been off the TV for a while, so I guess having a little push. I'm tired of farting. I'm tired of farting. And stop talk about talking shit about my cats. Let's talk about my cats. Yes. Let's talk about cats, cats man. Cats, man. <laughs> so, you know, it's a it's a, a few that's about to take uh, Becky out of the picture of the title. And it's going to be Char- uh, dang it. Becky and Natalia. Just duking out for a while, so mm-hmm. that's so nice. Which will be good for Becky because it's you know they 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 talk about Natalia how she's this you know top tier pedestal uh, uh, female competitor, so it will be good for Becky Lynch to to get a win over that. So we'll see. It it, it certainly was a surprise. It wasn't really. 
foreseen that she was going to be turning heel. Yeah. So at least it was a nice surprise. They can still surprise <laughs> you on. Got him. Mm, sure. Uh, after that, we got to see Apollo Cruz go up against Sheamus. Uh, any thoughts on this matchup? I'm blanking. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how the, the, the pay-per-view, the first half of the pay-per-view was for me. No, I mean, I remember other stuff from other matches, but I just don't remember too much about this match. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was fine. They certainly hyped it up like it was the biggest win for Apollo Crews since he did get the victory over Shane. Yeah, so far it is. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's the biggest win of his career so far and all that good stuff. So, I mean, well, and the career in WWE. Yeah. I mean, good for him. And, uh, you know, Sheamus is a, a very good name to, to get a win yeah. over. He beat that ass. That's right, he did. Um, but, yeah, nothing really stood out from the match itself. Uh, next matchup, we'll talk about what I thought was going to be the match of the night. Uh, AJ Styles going up against John Cena. Now, I've seen a lot of comments about this matchup, and people are giving it all kinds of praise. They are saying like this was an amazing match, four and a half stars out of five, and um, you know they they put on a great show. Personally, for me, I did not like this matchup. Uh, the ending was fine. The action was fast paced towards the end, which that I liked. Um, but the the build towards the match, and I I understand that they were telling a story. They did a fine job of telling the story with AJ Styles, you know. Literally running circles around John Cena in the ring, saying, "You can't, you know, you can't compete with me. I'm better than you in any any other way." But John Cena, to me, just maybe it was their intention of trying to make it seem like this. But I don't know if it was ring rust or if it was the desert air, since they were in Las Vegas. But he seemed so gassed out, so exhausted. Now, maybe I'm misinterpreting it. Maybe that's what they intended for the story to be told is that, you know, AJ Styles is this quick athletic guy and he's, you know, wearing John Cena down that way. Very well could be the case. Um, but I took it as, man, their timing is off. There's, there's something wrong with Cena. Like he, he's not going at, at what he, what we know he's capable of doing. Uh, now you have to also take into account that he's been gone for several months due to injury. Well- I'm I'm with the other people. I think they're playing up to, you know, like he's gonna run blah, run um around him and stuff like that. And I think if this was another way to uh make the match look good and make AJ look good mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And uh, because when Cena comes back, I know he's getting older and stuff like that, but I know he always puts in the work. Yeah. And he wants to make himself, you know, different and do different moves and stuff. I just think it's one of those things. He's mm-hmm. just, it was different, you know, making it look like it did. I don't yeah. think he was like super gassed and like, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, uh, Kimbo Slice and, uh, yeah. Data 5000. Yeah. <gasps> so, so yeah, I'm opposite I mean- of you. I I wanted during my lunch break at work today. I wanted to give it another another watch, but unfortunately, I just didn't have the time. Um, so maybe maybe if I go back and watch it a second time, I'll have a, a better appreciation for it. Because I've been seeing a lot of people praising this matchup. Hell, Stone Cold was talking, you know, like it was the 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 best match of the year, and I just didn't I didn't feel that way. Um, and you know, maybe I need to go in now that I know how it all played out in the end 
go back and rewatch it and be like, all right, let's let's really dive into this matchup because uh, I want to I want to see what everyone else saw. Uh, but unfortunately, I was just such in the mindset of man, something's up. Like this isn't. Oh, know, it was it was weird to see at first, like what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, like I immediate I immediately caught on to the story that AJ is you know very superior to John Cena in the ring. He's very you know athletic and nimble and fast and all of that good stuff. They I mean they told that story very well. Um. And like I said, once once the action picked up in the end, I was digging it. Yeah. Uh, the the end obviously very predictable. Club comes out and mm-hmm. um, you know beats down on John Cena to get AJ the win. But like even the the way that the ref got taken out, it looked so weak. I forgot how to get taken out. Like AJ was on Cena's shoulders, he was going for the AA, and like he just got turned into him. Like it looked so <laughs> weak. And he fell down for it. I gotta rewatch that part. And that was another thing. It was like two matches later, the ref goes down again. I'm like, Uh, really? Or three matches, however long it was. Uh, Just the the simple things like that where I'm like, "Uh, really? They're doing that spot again? Um, But I... For me personally, I need to go back and rewatch this match. Because a lot of people were hyping it. A lot of people were saying it was really good. Uh, But I guess at first, at knee-jerk reaction, I didn't. So... How about you? Um, I thought something was up, but I was thinking in my head about the whole situation and stuff, and that's how I felt. Yeah. Um, but AJ Styles, whatever, however the uh, the record may state it, will say that AJ Styles pinned John Cena in the center of that ring, uh, which is a huge a huge deal. So for for. A former TNA guy to come in and beat <laughs> yeah. your top draw, John Cena, the guy who's carried the weight of your company for the past okay. decade. If you decade told and a half, me like two years ago, two three years ago, mm-hmm. that Samoa Joe, AJ Styles is going to be in WWE and they're going to be Bobby Roode, Eric Young. Awesome. <laughs> well, I, I'm talking about like. When the, all those guys were in TNA, mm-hmm. like back then, like the the big main stars were yeah. like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, like right. those guys and stuff. And like, if you would have told me that they were going to be in WWE, I was like, no way, mm-hmm. no way in hell WWE wouldn't give those guys a shot at all. Mm-hmm. And now look at it, mm-hmm. like look at how much the landscape has changed just in the past like two years. It's exciting. You know, and and it's good that they've changed their ways. You know, mm-hmm. they're still looking at big guys, but they're also looking to appeal to more the little guys too, and see what they can do, and see what their style yeah, is, they and got how the, they what they can bring to the table. And they've got the cruiserweight classic that's coming up, so that's going to appeal to those fans. It's, I mean, it's about to get exciting. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to what the next year or so. See holds. what the cruiserweight brings in and stuff, and I know I keep on mentioning it. Like I just. I want Joe to be on the main roster. I want Austin <laughs> Aries, Shinsuke, mm-hmm. uh, Finn Balor, like all those guys. Like they deserve it. Let them come in. And it's like because, okay, Joe's TNA. Austin wasn't. Austin Aries was TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby Roode was. Okay, Bobby Roode may have done some innies, but I don't think he was like ROH or stuff like that. I don't right. know like that, but he was like he may have been one of the originals. Uh, mm-hmm. in TNA, 
I know Eric Beer Young was. And all that. No, like just bef- before that, yeah. he was in Team Canada with Eric Young. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> those, those those guys, they all deserve it because maybe not everyone wants to get to WWE, but yeah. you know it's in their back of their head. A lot of guys want to get to WWE for sure. And like once, <laughs> once they see that paycheck, they're like, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, man, this is the place to be. Yeah. So it's like it just. I'm super pumped, man. I'm just mm-hmm. ready for that. And then who else in the future are they going to bring in? Yeah, they they announced their first uh, Chinese wrestler over the over the past week. Uh, unfortunately, I don't I don't recall the name uh, or I would have. But that's still up, pretty cool, though. Yeah. So I mean, they're expanding their horizons. If, and if you think about it, like they've gotten some big indie names that were like that came through. Or that's in there. Mm-hmm. Claudio Castagnoli, Cesaro, yep. Pac, that's Neville. They mm-hmm. got um, Kevin jo- Owens, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Zane. Uh, yeah, uh, John Moxley, John, um, Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, um, you know some of them are not going to always make it. Like I wish Chris Hero was there, you know, mm-hmm. and I wish Colt Cabana, st- you know, wasn't there. Colt Cabana's doing good for himself right now. Oh yeah, so he doesn't need WWE. But I mean, but it's still like that was like the coolest, like the biggest names and stuff. And they heck, they got Shinsuke, mm-hmm. even though Kenta's on the shelf right now. Like he's still hurt, but he's gonna come back and he's gonna do good stuff. So mm-hmm. it's just like they're just getting like big people and stuff. And it's just like and like and the fact that they're wanting to try and sign uh, Adam Cole, like Adam that Cole. kind of stuff. It's like really, like it's so crazy. It's yeah. so crazy. Tomasa Champa, yeah, Johnny Gargano. Oh hell yeah, dude! It's just, it's just, it's just cool. It's good to get to Mike because there's some Johnny Gargano is young. He's like mm-hmm. 28, 29 stuff. He's done great stuff already in the Indies, and and it's just cool that they're they're grabbing him. It's like he's coming in young, and he's just gonna just do good yeah. because let's face. I mean, there, there's like AJ Styles is in his prime, but he's like 39 and all that stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm glad that they got him, you know. Yeah. But and. All those guys deserve, you know, Bobby Roode's starting on 40 and right. stuff. But, you know, I'm. They're there to help. They're there to help. I'm glad they have all these people. It's just the open mindedness. And it's just, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun the next few years. Uh, Shinsuke for president. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you watch NXT? Uh, this past episode? Whenever uh, he called out. Um, I didn't see that ben episode, Ballard. but I saw that part. Which was cool. Yeah. That was so cool. Um, but let's go back into Money in the Bank. Uh, the next matchup we have to talk about, the Money in the Bank ladder match. Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Alberto Del Rio. And uh, before we talk about the match, I want to talk about the backstage segment that occurred uh, leading up to it with Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, and Alberto Del Rio. I mean, my God, these guys are hilarious. Uh the fact that Owens had such witty comebacks for everything. Oh, he always does. That's, uh, that's his thing. What know? are you going to do? You're going to say something to me in, in Spanish? I mean, you're going to call me a dog? I mean, that's what Pero means, right? Yeah, you call me a dog. I, I know what that means. Because Jericho's like, oh, you know how to speak Spanish? It's like, no, I don't know how to speak. I looked it up because he keeps on calling me that. <laughs> you keep calling me something. I want to know what you're saying. So I'm going to go and look it up. Oh, just, I mean. Why you think you're the only one who speaks another language? <laughs> well, I know French. Yeah, so just really good stuff. But uh, let's talk about this this ladder match. Uh, really fun action. I certainly enjoyed it. It was it's it's up there 
as far as Money in the Bank ladder matches. Oh my gosh, it's fun. Like all those guys know what to do, and mm-hmm. especially the like in the Indies, they're the king of it. Yeah, uh, Steen um, and uh, who's the other guy? No, uh, Sami Zayn. <laughs> you seriously just blank? No, 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 no. I'm just. Oh yeah, can't say the other guy. Sure, can't say it. Okay, because they're not the same person. No, they're not. They're not the same person. One of them's off in Mexico. Yeah, one's in Mexico. Um, helping the orphans. But what I what I like about this is that you have skilled veterans of ladder matches. Oh yeah, they know the psychology. They know what the, what needs to be done. A lot of good action. Really painful bump for for Kevin Owens. I mean, to to land on the ladder the way that he did on his spine. Yeah, there's. Ugh. It hurt. It hurt to watch. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, very entertaining though. Just. And and we talked about this on on our predictions that at one point or another, pretty much everyone's going to have their hand on the. Uh, I think that's like a, like it's like a, something they have to do. Like, hey, y'all can do y'all's own thing, mm-hmm. but make sure you're on the ladder. At it's one sort point of like the situation, like every time before, like the pay per view, you always got to point to the briefcase or yeah, point, point at the, the WrestleMania, WrestleMania sign. sign. Something yeah. that you always have to do and yeah. stuff because we're gonna get those pictures in. They may not. They're gonna be <laughs> probably used for a promotional picture for the next. Oh, they, uh, yeah, they definitely set up next year's uh, poster with the uh, with the structure that they built and all of them standing up there, reaching up for it, and then they were all fighting. So, uh, I mean, job well done to all of these guys. We were, we predicted uh, Owens. I, I should have picked Ambrose. I should have seen it coming. I should have. It's always hard. But it's it's like your heart. It's yeah. like it's the Kevin Owens time, man. But if you mm-hmm. think about it, it's Dean Ambrose's time. He's he's you know, he's had so many times he had the chance and he's lost, yeah. lost, lost. And it's like and you should have thought about it because it's like shield reunion, shield like guys fighting each other in the main events. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's something that the WWE is going to go for. I mean that that kind of writes itself. Yes. So it's like, hey, we might as well just they, they, let it happen. I should know before the pay-per-view, before we picked because that little snippet when they had the Ambrose Asylum and he, they all well, talked and stuff. And how many like, times did did they actually say that and then it happens? You know, that's that's the thing. It's like they they could say that just to throw you off. Cuz we we want it Owens the win so bad. Be mm-hmm. honest with you. And I'm gonna be honest. Like at first when after, after he won, I was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And then I start to think yeah. about it more. I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this because yeah. nothing against Dean Ambrose, but I was so set with Kevin Owens. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like they they do certain things to make you feel a certain way, but then they'll toss in Daniel Bryan and give him the the Money in the Bank briefcase, or they'll have Damian Sandow get it. And it's like, wait, what? That that doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, but, I'm fine with the choices. Mm-hmm. Now, if I th- if I thought about it correctly, I was fine with anyone in the match getting the briefcase except for Jericho. Yeah, I was not, not so much for Del Rio. Part of me was expecting them to give it to Jericho. Yeah, just because he was hyping it up so much. It was like I created this match. It's a match I've never won. You know, now I've won it. Kind of stuff. Uh, even if they have him go and lose it. I, you know, I would have been fine, but yeah. um, part of me was like, yeah, I wonder if they're going to give it to him. But was not to be as Dean Ambrose becomes Mr. Money in the Bank. They were taunting everyone win it, but they were really taunting that, uh, oh, no, Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn's mm-hmm. going to get it. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm still cool if Sami Zayn gets it, too. Yeah, and they did a fine job of of making it believable, except for one time when Del Rio tried to crawl up the ladder. Uh, I mean, he cleared the ring of everyone. 
who's running around, puts the puts the ladder up, sets it in place, and then becomes a snail going up the ladder. I mean, I was, I'm sitting there going, really? Like, you couldn't have at least huffed and puffed before you started climbing the ladder? <sighs> like it seemed like, oh, my God, I just did all this work, and now I'm exhausted, and now i got to climb this thing? So, uh, just one little gripe. But other than that, the match was fun, had a lot of enjoyment in it, a lot of good action. Definitely check that one out. Ambrose, Mr. Money in the Bank. I don't think he's going to hold on to it for too long. Um, next matchup we'll see is the Rusev versus Titus O'Neil match for the United States title. Hard hitting, man. Oh, my goodness, yes. A lot of intensity. I liked it. I dug it. Um, predictable ending outcome. Yeah. Um, but they did set up for a continuation of the feud as Rusev, after the match, grabs the microphone, uh, goes up in front of Titus O'Neil's kids who were there in attendance live, and it was like, hey, you know what your father is? He's a loser. A loser! Happy Father's Day! Yeah. So, uh, I, although I will say I am kind of surprised that they had Titus O'Neil tap out. Why are you surprised? I just figured like he would have just beaten him cleanly or something like that. I didn't think that they would make him Cause tap out. Because of size or something? Cause, yeah, because he's a big guy. And, uh, you know, they're, they're obviously continuing the feud now. So why have him tap out? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I get that Rusev finishes his match with a submission, um, but they it, it seemed like they didn't really let Titus um, struggle to get out. I mean, he, he he managed to get out, I think, once. I don't remember. But I just felt, I felt it was kind of odd. And something that just popped into my head, going back to the uh, AJ Styles and John Cena match, I know Cena is known for it, but my God, <laughs> can you try and not make it seem like you're just shouting out Punch your me. next spots? Irish whip me. Like, good Lord. Counter my attack. Maybe that was another thing that took me out of the match. I'm like, there he goes again. Like, he, he's not even, he doesn't even it like, it always reminds me mouth. of like when Botchmania puts it up and they put that, you know, that John Cena talks music too much. and stuff. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it cracks me up. Yeah. Like every he, time. He doesn't care. He's, he's going to he, do it. He really doesn't. I mean, at this point, just grab, give him a microphone so everyone else will know what's going to happen. Because, I mean, my God. <laughs> like, at least with AJ Styles, he can look down and his hair will cover his mouth. Like you said, you know, having the long hair does have his advantages for stuff like that. But when John Cena's laying on his back and he just turns to AJ and, all right, get ready to cross, you know. <laughs> like, dude, come on. At least try. Anyways. That's just a small little gripe. Rusev ends up defeating Titus O'Neil. Uh, next matchup, uh, the main event of the evening. Speaking of another guys that can call without, you know. Yeah. Because they have long hair and stuff. They do. Seth Rollins going up against Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. And I'll say this. I loved the match. I hated the booking. Um, not the booking of the ending of the match. That I was okay with. The fact that they're having Roman Reigns come out, hyping him up as the good guy, in a sense. I know he's doing the whole not a good guy, not a bad guy thing. Seth Rollins coming out, supposed to be the heel, and they completely switch it. Now, I understand that the crowd does you know, have some control over that, and they will switch it up a little bit. But Roman Reigns was in full-blown heel mode. Seth Rollins was in full-blown face mode. Yes. Like... 
this was domination from Roman Reigns. He was beating Rollins down, talking smack. Beating dat ass. Beating dat ass. Uh you know, talking smack, had the little swagger going oh, around. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Do you like, think you can come back and take my title? Who do you on, think bitch. you are? Pretty much. And, you know, Seth Rollins was being the underdog. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm getting beat down. I just need to, you know, take the punishment and hope that a spot opens up to, to get the advantage. And, and that's what ended up happening. I mean, Rollins was the high-flying underdog mm-hmm. in this match. So it was, it was weird to hear the commentators call the match and not address anything like that but the match itself i thought it was great i thought these guys did a, a really standout job um the uh the thud from roan reigns trying to do the spear into the yeah. barricade and the barricade didn't even budge like yeah, nine times out of ten it always buckles and this is the the tenth time so uh that was quite funny yeah and then uh, I didn't like the the met, uh, the medics and referees coming down and almost protecting Roman Reigns. Like I get it because you know it could be oh it could be a serious head injury or something like that, and they played into it. But it like completely sucked out some of the momentum. I'm glad that Rollins at least went got back in there, and tossed him into the ring, finished the matchup. Um, but the the end, and I told you this whenever we were watching it live. I think the end should have been the pedigree when Rollins countered the spear. Spear into the pedigree. That, that to me, would have had more effect than I'm going to give you a second pedigree and that's going to be it. Because it came so quickly after. Like, if they would have just done that, turned him over, one, two, three, oh my gosh, Seth Rollins at the perfect time countered the spear into a pedigree, I think that would have left... I thought that he was after he did that and kicked out, and then something happened. And he reversed it into the pedigree. I thought he was going to kick out a second pedigree. Yeah, it's like it would have been more impactful had he pinned him clean from the from the reversed spear. I mean, he still pinned him clean. But. Yeah, he pinned him clean, which is now the third time in which Roman Reigns has lost his title cleanly. So, I don't know. I don't suck get it. it. Yeah. Um, so Seth Rollins becomes the two-time WWE champion celebrating in the ring, but we're not done yet. Cue Ambrose music. And, uh, now I called it cause I was like, I don't feel like he's going to keep the briefcase walk around with it and stuff. Yeah. I just, I hope he catch cashes in tonight. And he yep. did. And sure enough, here comes Dean Ambrose, but Rollins is looking towards the entryway waiting for him to come out. But Dean Ambrose surprises him from behind. I thought Roman was going to get up and thrash yeah, Seth, and then take him out, and then uh, Ambrose is going to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. But it was not to be. Uh, Ambrose hits him, hits Rollins with the briefcase, walks over to the referee, says, "Hey, I'm cashing in. Ring the bell." That was some dirty shit. That was dirty shit. <laughs> dirty shit. Would you say it was almost dirty deeds? Yes, it was. Ah, okay. He gave him the D's. D's deeds. <laughs> oh, he gave him the D's. Yeah, nuts. Sure. No, he didn't give him these nuts. He gave him the big D. So they uh, they start the match. Dean Ambrose delivers dirty deeds. Oh my God! One, two, three. New WWE champion Dean Ambrose, your new WWE champion. So in one night, all three members of the Shield were WWE champion. Yep. It's a really crazy story. Like I said, the um, the the second half of this pay per view I felt was far superior. To the uh, to the first, 
So let us know what you thought of Money in the Bank in the comments section. But with that being said, it's time to go into Raw. And we kick it off with Dean Ambrose getting out of a taxi cab. And uh, taxi cab was driving away. He's like, oh, wait, hang on. I forgot something in there. And turns out it was the WWE Championship. So. I feel like I should take off automatically. I have your title, <laughs> yeah. bitch. I I've got title. it now. <laughs> I'm selling this on eBay. Oh, shit. I was supposed to have a title for the, the show. And yeah. he took it. Hurry and like go past like another driver, hand it off or whatever. Go to the come uh, back. Go to the shop, <laughs> WWE shop. Quick, give me a title. <laughs> I don't care what the side plates say. Um, but yeah, we kick things off. Ambrose coming out delivering a delivering a promo. He's interrupted by Roman Reigns, who's then interrupted by Rollins. They all want the title. They all want to fight. Then who's interrupted by Shane, Shane, Shane O'Mac, who says, "All right, well, fine. We're gonna have Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns to determine the number one contender to face Dean Ambrose at Battleground." So there's your main event. Um, then we get to go into the opening contest: Sami Zayn going up against Kevin Owens. And this was a very fun match. They're always going to go back to that, man. Which is fine with me. I have no issues with that. Which I'm fine with it, too. But how how many times until it's too many times? Well, I say I think we're going to see them split, split, obviously. And so when it comes down to the Royal Rumble, when it comes down to Money in the Bank or something like that, we'll have those couple clashes again i hope i get that feeling again whenever they split it where it was like it was cool to see them on rosters you have to see a show to see them and stuff and when yeah. they had their interactions with each other from oh different rosters, God. it was cool you know yeah because they got to a point where they brought people in that's never been on the other roster with certain people before mm-hmm. and we're gonna get to that point we're gonna see some matches you've never seen before and i like that i yeah. liked it but because it got still the, the it's time to shake things up the draft at the the few Five years, I guess, before it stopped or whatever. It was mm-hmm. it was dull. Mm-hmm. This time, it's ready for it. You know? Well, it became it became predictable, and then it just became stupid whenever they're trading like comment. You know, it's like oh, we're trading ring announcers, and we're trading you know, like the whole no one is safe kind of stuff. Like no, we'll just keep it to the roster. Thank you. Um, and they still have not announced who the uh, SmackDown general manager is going Shame, to be. Right. He keeps saying that. I'm not for certain. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Sami Zayn going up against Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn end up getting the victory, but then after the match, Kevin Owens is like, no, screw that. I want some more. And uh, they brawl all the way to backstage, go to commercial, come back. Still brawling. They're brawling in the back backstage area. Finley helps break it up. Yeah, Finley and, uh, and Road Dog were back there trying to break things up local security and the referees weren't doing anything so um yeah uh after that john laurinitis appears people power he's wanting to provide people power to smackdown <laughs> that's quite hilarious that suit man where does so he red, get those man shane Ooh. shane comes out, like hey john come on get out he's like, yeah shame man everyone kill me <laughs> and then that was so hilarious and he's like yeah, you can't be doing this he's like i get it you run SmackDown, and Johnny, uh, Big Johnny, will run Raw. <laughs> Big Johnny loves change. <laughs> it's all about people power. Big Johnny. Big, Big Johnny. Big Johnny. Yeah. So, uh, it should be interesting to see. I, I I do enjoy seeing, like, GMs of past up here. You know, like, seeing... Uh, We're not going to have some stupid-ass shit where it's like... All stuff is going okay in here. Doo-doo, doo-doo. Hey, I would like to. Oh, God, run no. This. I hope not. 
Because Hornswoggle's gone, so they can't do that anymore. Hornswoggle wasn't the... Yes, he was. What? You don't remember that? No. Santino discovered that it was Hornswoggle underneath the ring, and he had the laptop sending the messages. Oh. Like, Santino spent, like, a a couple of weeks trying to... Who all remembers that? I don't. Well, I do. Well, you don't count. Oh. Okay. Well, if that's the case, for anyone who's listening to the show, go to our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, or our YouTube channel, WNS Video. Comment if you remember that Hornswoggle was the anonymous Raw General Manager. It was Mick Foley. We, I really want to hear people comment on this. If you do remember it, let us know. If you do not remember it, let us know. Yeah, so, I want to uh, see who remembers it. In fact, I might even put out a, a Twitter poll to see who remembers it. So, yeah. All right. Uh, with that being said, Enzo and Cass come out and deliver a promo on John, John Laurinaitis. If, uh, if John Laurinaitis said anything, uh, if I had a dime for every time John Laurinaitis said something relevant, I'd have zero dimes. I had the jersey that said zero dimes. I like that. It's not too bad. Um, they end up going up against the Vaude Villains. Short matchup. John the, Laryngitis. John Laryngitis. You all right? Yes. Banged your hand on the uh, countertop. I did. Mm-hmm. So Enzo and Cats end up getting the victory, which takes us into the uh, next segment, the club talking to John Cena. AJ Styles coming out and saying, hey, I had nothing to do with those guys coming out. I didn't want them out there, and I want you guys to apologize and all that. And uh, John Cena is not having any of it. I don't believe that shit. Yeah, I don't believe you guys for a second. And... Um, He's like, all right, well, fine. How about you face Carl Anderson? So they fight. And then AJ Styles and Gallows decide to attack John Cena and cause the disqualification. So there was that, I uh-huh. guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's that. Yeah. After that, we got to see Becky Lynch talk about how you know Natalia <coughs> turned her back on her and she understands that she was frustrated. So no sad. And then Natalia attacked her and then said, for the first time in years, I'm going to take care of myself. So further solidifying that she is now a heel. So sad. Uh, next matchup we got to see Baron Corbin going up against Zack Ryder. Short matchup. Um, surprised that Zack Ryder didn't win since he did not hit the broski boot. Because usually he hits that the broski boot and then about wrong 30 now. seconds later. Well, uh, it just proves that he can still lose. But normally when he hits the broski boot, about 30 seconds to a minute later, he's pinned on the ground. Um, or being submitted. Huh? Was that a boot? A boot? Yes. Uh, after that, we got to see Charlotte going up against Paige for the WWE Women's Championship. Yeah, since Paige has defeated Charlotte twice, I believe, in the past couple of weeks. So, forced to defend her title uh anything to take away from the matchup Mm-mm. how about the uh the dana brooks spot of trying to put charlotte's foot on the rope oh yeah i forgot about that it's like hey um i didn't put your f- leg on the rope but it's right underneath it now hey, hold it hey ref her foot's on the rope even though it's under the rope and my hand is grasped onto her foot that is now attached to the rope hey yeah. ref look break the count and the ref's like, oh, okay. Okay. I'll break that. And by the way, you're out of here, lady. 
And while that happens, Charlotte delivers natural selection, which the commentators almost missed. JBL caught it. And it was like, oh, we hit natural selection. And then now we're going to pin you. One, two, three. So Dana Brooke didn't even leave the area. And now she gets to go back in the ring and celebrate. And they decide to beat down Paige some more. But hold up, players, because here comes the return of Sasha Banks. So, I mean, good to see Sasha Banks back. Uh, after suffering a concussion, so when they celebrate in the ring, Sasha Banks and Paige, and Paige turns on Sasha. <laughs> no, only if it's Becky do you turn. Uh, Sasha, but uh, Paige did make sure to let us know where she lived. Um, yep. Did you All hear? Uh, did you hear about the um, the situation that occurred after Money in the Bank with Paige and Alberto Del Rio? I, I heard it was a rumor. There's rumors going on. There's people that are saying that it's confirmed, that, but there wasn't an arrest made. Um, but apparently, Paige and Alberto Del Rio were reportedly involved in an altercation after Money in the Bank. Uh, no, char- no charges were filed, but WWE is investigating the situation. Because huh. there were people saying, oh, well, they're just shooting something for Swerved, or oh, they're shooting something for Total Divas. But it turns out that was not the case. Um, so they're looking into the situation Uh um, violent sex tape. No. 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 Uh, after that, we got to see the return of the Wyatt family. They've been out for a while after uh, Bray got injured, so it's nice to see him come back. The crowd was certainly happy to see him back, but then uh, they were interrupted by the New Day to solidify that the Wyatt family will be heel uh, during this run. And, um... I'm kind of curious as to see what they're going to do. Is it going to be a two-on-two match, or is it going to be a three-on-three? Probably three-on-three. Yeah. And then Wyatt's just, they're claiming that they're going to um, they're going to break up the New Day. Hmm. We'll have to see. Uh, after that, we we got to see Rusev come out and what we thought was going to be a rematch against Titus O'Neil. Turns out just to be an all-out brawl. I beat that ass. This match didn't even get started because Titus O'Neil came out showing a lot of aggression, uh, taking out his frustrations on on Rusev. And uh, I dug it. I've, I thought Titus O'Neil did a great job. I thought Rusev did an excellent job. Um, so I'm, I'm totally fine with seeing these, these two lock up once again. Um, at a later date. So, any thoughts for you? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the same with you. Cool. Um, that takes us into the main event of Raw, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Uh, another solid matchup from these two, uh, but it ends up being a double countout, and uh, Dean Ambrose gets in the ring, Shane O'Mac comes out and says, no, nah, that's not how we're going to do things. If we restart the match, we need a winner. Ambrose is like, well, wait a second. I'll fight Rollins. I'll fight Reigns. I'll fight them both in the same night. And Shane's like, well, hey, I'll do you one better. You can fight both of them at the same time in one night. Triple threat match. Players at Battleground to determine the WWE Championship. So that's pretty much how they close out Raw. However, the story continues as uh, news broke earlier today, Roman Reigns suspended 30 days for violating the wellness policy. I know there are a lot of Roman Reigns haters out there who are happy to see it, a lot of Roman Reigns fans who are unhappy to see it. It's not going to face them. Yeah, you don't think so? Because Battleground is in five weeks, which is obviously I mean, more... he's not going to win a title back. Yeah, but it's, it's well, more than 30 days. Event. 
It's more than 30 days, so they still have time to keep him in the picture, so to speak. Well, he's not going to be on the TV. Like, is he just not going to be mentioned? Or are they going to mention him and say, you know, these three are fighting for the title and just keep the focus on Ambrose and Rollins? I don't know what they're planning on doing. So, um,. It should be really interesting to say the least. And there are rumors that it wasn't drugs. It was the fact that he didn't take uh, the wellness test. So, again, that's rumor speculation at the moment. Um, but make sure you check out WrestlingNewsSource.com for all the details on that. He did send out a tweet that was like saying, I apologize to my friends and family. I own up to it. I violated the wellness policy. So now it's just a matter of how or, you know, why. So we'll find out in due time but with that being said let's go into hot topics because after raw i was ready to go to bed but oh wait there's still more stuff to watch yeah the stone cold podcast with aj styles and i'll be honest i am so glad that we stayed up to watch yeah. that that's really because to be honest with you i wouldn't have watched too much i would have gone home but mm-hmm. there's something stone cold and aj styles i yeah. wanted to watch it you know yeah it was really good Really compelling stuff. Uh, I was cracking up at Stone Cold, who um, uh, issued a a few four-letter words that aren't allowed, apparently, on the network. And uh, you could tell that he had gotten word, and the producer producer was telling him, hey, you can't be saying that. What was the word? Oh, I don't know. Probably shit, but... um, Fuck. But he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was the WWE Network where people paying $9.99 to hear everything about the business, uh, especially from Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I humbly apologize. Like staring into the microphone. Or not he, the microphone. He knows he can get away with that shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He'll pay the fines. It doesn't matter. Um, but, they, I mean, they edited it anyway, so you didn't hear what he said. Um, but, yeah, AJ Styles, they talked about his career. The most shocking thing that they talked about was TNA. They actually brought it up. They said the letters. You, you worked for TNA. Let's talk about that. What was it like working for Dixie Carter? What was the atmosphere backstage? I was like, whoa. <laughs> we were like that for a while. Because it's like, even though, if you think about because they showed pictures of him, TNA, they had to have some deal with TNA right. with that situation. Yeah. And it was it's not uncommon because WB's done deal with him before. Because what was that thing where was it, they had to do something with Ric Flair, right? And they, they gave him Christian to come back for a night or yeah. whatever. So, so it's not surprising. But when, like, on air and raw and stuff, or certain things, they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, AJ was an uh, you know, he went to Japan, he went to this, but what happened between these years, they don't even say. Right. But they said, yeah, TNA, what was going on in there, uh, Dixie Carter. I'm like, oh my gosh, because we're making jokes like, oh no, let's show a picture with AJ, with Dixie Carter on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think one of the main reasons they were able to get to it, get away from it is because one, AJ Styles kept his name. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, if you're going to work for us, we need your likeness. Yeah, which so means to- any pictures of you that we can use, we're going to. Um, taking off, it's exposure for TNA, so I'm sure they wouldn't. I'm sure TNA wouldn't not allow that. Um, so yeah, it was I mean, it was just surreal, surreal to to hear them actually say it because, like you said, they don't mention other companies. I mean, it, it, it's Still- it's strange that they've mentioned Ring of Honor. It's strange that they've mentioned New Japan. 
Well, that's more common these days. Well, not Ring of Honor, but New Japan and all that stuff. And if they drop New, J- uh, you know, ROH or stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's like whoa. Yeah, and I like to hear that. Yeah, but it's not as shocking as mentioning TNA. Yeah, because that's the one that has never been said. Yeah, like I don't. Did Sting do the podcast? I think. Shit, I don't know. I think he did. Anyways, uh. Like I just I don't think there's been really other times where TNA has been said on WWE programming, so it's just very strange, very surreal to 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 hear it. But you know, it was just yeah, that that was pretty cool. We we're making jokes the whole time yeah. about that, so it was just fun in general. Mm-hmm. But like just the Stone Cold, the talk about you know AJ's life and all that stuff, and it was just a really good conversation between guys. Yeah. So I mean, talking about his growing up. With his family and the tough times that they went through, uh, going into wrestling, college sports, yeah, and all that, sports. or high school sports, and then going into college and then getting out of college to you know, pursue it, wrestling. It's also cool for them to show, like, talk about uh, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels and yeah, stuff. Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe. I mean, I mean, Samoa Joe's in WWE mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, and they even mentioned the Bullet Club. Yeah, Bullet Club. Christopher Daniels was in WCW, so uh, I don't know for how long, but he was in there and stuff, and just and he's been in Ring of Honor. Yeah, but it's so cool. Like like Stone Cold's like, yeah, talk to Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle <laughs> like you know holds you as the highest wrestler. You know he, mm-hmm. he he puts you on like high in the list, stuff very high like. regards. Yeah, so it's like. Like Stone Cold just does not give a fuck. He's gonna mention whatever the fuck he wants. Well, Stone Cold podcast, we're gonna talk about whatever Stone Cold wants because he knows he can get away with that with Vince McMahon because yeah. they're friends and you know he. Hey, guess they what? They even brought up Hogan. Yeah, the Hogan. Yeah, like it wasn't like too much into it, but yeah, they were comparing the six sided ring to the four sided ring, and it was like, yeah, Hogan brought that in, and you could tell AJ kind of paused and was like, yeah, oh shit. Shit. Like I just dropped Hogan's name. Uh, like, oh, go ahead, Mel. Yeah, we yeah. don't care. So, uh, <laughs> so it, it's just really cool. Like, cause to me, in my head, that's for like, I mean, I don't, I don't know the being a person inside WB. I don't know that part and stuff like that. But like, just it's like, go ahead, let's talk about TNA, man. And it's like, mm-hmm. talk about the ring and you know, like why you know why didn't you stay with TNA and all that stuff. And it's just. It was just yeah. a good watch. Well, I mean, it's like it's one of those things where okay, you've been you've been a professional wrestler for say eighteen years, and you've been it, but you've been in this particular company for you know over half of that. So it's like, why can't we talk about the majority of your wrestling career? You know what they're talking? You know, now I bet TNA is regretting letting oh, AJ yeah. go because oh yeah. Like fuck, we've really fucked that. Guess what, y'all, y'all, y'all like fucked up certain people. That's why they left. Guess what, WWE's picking them up and mm-hmm. they're making them bigger stars. Yep. Fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, sorry for those of you who are are TNA fans. I mean, it's just it's unfortunate that that it's happened, but you kind of have to blame TNA on that on those parts. Let's see. Uh. Just pick Bobby Roode up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may be in the process of Eric Young getting a contract. Yep. Uh, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, um, Austin Aries, Austin Aries, Xavier Woods. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty uh, pretty intense. Mm-hmm. But the Stone Cold Podcast, AJ Styles, really really fun. Um, if you're an AJ Styles fan, make sure you check that one out. Um, 
In a report from Dave Meltzer, apparently, they are reporting that WWE is reaching out to former stars to help fill up the roster for this for the upcoming SmackDown and Raw drafts. And uh, some of the names include Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, Carlito, Goldberg. Jeff Shelton Hardy's Benjamin. like uh contract about to be up? I think so. What about Matt? Uh, I don't know. Matt's stuck in there. Brother Nero. If they both come back, people are going to be shouting fucking Brother Nero. <laughs> Brother Nero! <laughs> <laughs> Shit, people are already doing it. What are you yeah. talking about? Um, so, would you like to see some of the from the stars of yesteryear? Carlito for sure. Yeah, I've been missing Carlito as hell. Yeah. Um, I don't know how Goldberg will work on the main roster. I just don't know. His will just be like a one-off. Like I, I feel like it'd just be a one-year kind of deal. Sort of like Brock Lesnar. He'll he'll come back, wrestle a match or two. Dates. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle come in. I don't know how much wrestling he'll do, but be uh, what's it called? He does manager. Well, yeah, he doesn't need to be a manager. Or you know, he doesn't need to be a wrestler. He needs to be a manager. American Alpha, absolutely. Manager. And I all mean that stuff. that writes itself. Oh yeah. Not saying that they need a manager because they can hold their own, but to have Kurt, have a name like Kurt Angle attached to that, that's going to launch them into the stratosphere. Yeah. Like that's going to instantly make these guys top level guys with the let with them the main crowd. Let them like. Uh, you know, get them big and let the, the the old team angle come in and have old team angle or <laughs> new team angle. Hey, you never know. We'll have to see. But uh, I think they also said they reached out to her. The rumor was uh, JTG, Shad Gaspard, <laughs> um, Shelton Benjamin, um, so guys like that. I think John Morrison. <laughs> they're talking to him. <laughs> Interesting. So uh, we'll have to see what what the draft has in store for us because yes. uh kind of looking forward to it yeah me too. um in nikki bella news she uh i i'm i want to say that we reported this last week but i just wanted to make sure that we covered it just in case uh i know last week we said that she dropped her uh her finisher move the rack attack rack. Uh, but there are reports saying that she's working with daniel bryan to come up with a new finisher so just really cool stuff um, just something to pass along. Uh, and finally, for our listeners in the uh, in the Houston area, a couple big events that are coming to town uh, in uh, late August. Monday Night Raw is going to be at the Toyota Center. Uh, August 6th, Saturday, uh, you and I will be in Pasadena at the Pasadena Convention Center uh, for the Icons of Wrestling and Comic Book Collector Fest, followed by House of Hardcore. So make sure you go to their websites for all the information on that. And uh, Saturday, July 30th, NXT's coming to Houston. Whoop, whoop. So a lot of exciting stuff. Plus, we've got Booker T's uh, Reality Wrestling Summer of Champions 3 coming up. You've got Doomsday Wrestling. You've got Hurricane Pro. So a lot of fun stuff in the Houston area. You also got these nuts. Yeah, sure. You got these nuts to go with it. So uh, if you happen to be in our area, let us know if you're going to some of these shows. And who knows? Maybe we'll pop up at a couple of them. Yeah. So, hey, um, um, did we talk about this last show about Jerry Lawler? No, we did not. Okay, so and that is uh, yeah that that broke. Uh, I want to say Wednesday uh, after we uh, after we recorded the show. Uh, yeah, it was reported that uh, Jerry the King Lawler and his girlfriend or fiance or whatever she is, they were involved in some sort of altercation that required the cops to come out, and uh, they were both 
arrested or you know brought in for questioning for uh um oh what is it um disturbance was no wait there's a um domestic violence domestic violence or something like that disturbance i don't know um but jerry lawler was suspended indefinitely from the wwe because he's gonna be fired domestic abuse they they're gonna look into it oh yes absolutely um and people were saying that alcohol was a uh, was a key factor in it. Uh, I know Jim Ross came out and said, "Well, Jerry Lawler doesn't drink, so if that's the case, uh, it was on the girlfriend slash fiance or whoever it was." Um, and according to Jerry Lawler, she came home drunk, and anytime she's drunk, they get into a big argument, and so that happened to be the you know. Case and this that, time. I don't know what's the deal or whatever, but like. That's a big thing for yeah. Jim Ross to come out and say that, you yeah. know. And then if if that's if that's the case, and that woman just ruined that guy's job, and that's a yeah. big job yeah. too, you know. That's pretty messed up. Yeah, I mean, you know, domestic violence is never a good thing, um, and I hope that they're able to sort this out, and I hope that a guy like Lawler isn't the kind of person who would. Uh, be violent like that because he had just come home from a wrestling show and then she came home uh after i guess a night of partying or something and they just had an altercation so uh i know see a, a picture of this lady yeah what she looks like i know a judge has uh issued a statement saying that they're to be separated from one another keep your distance from one another get your shit out of my apartment until, until i guess the uh investigation is over yeah. so really really tough uh i'm curious to see what's going to happen on smackdown i mean obviously you got byron and uh and Morrow, so will they add a third person? We don't know. I mean, he was already replaced by Lita on the uh, Money in the Bank You're moving kickoff up Corey panel. Graves. Yeah, maybe. So we'll have to see how it all plays out. But that's going to do it for the show this week. Make sure to weigh in on uh, on our questions from earlier on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Check us on that shit. Shit. Uh, we're on Stitcher, BeyondPodPlayer.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. There you go. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. So uh, for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I am the one, Tyler A. Bear. And we will catch you all next week. Chill.